0: Mr. Pop. <laughs> Dark. When the birds
1: are nasty, and I listen to
0: them through, in the whole wide world, and in
2: the So, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Katana Universe podcast exploring fantasy play games. as Arkham Horror the Card Game. I'm Dean. I'm Dan. Yeah. Thank you so much everybody for joining us today because we are taking a look at the player cards and the newest mythos into deep. And Ben apparently has just turned into a fish person. Did you hear that? That
0: definitely, that was like a, some murloc ass uh, noises <laughs> coming out there a minute ago. That was pretty fun. I
2: don't want to be
1: a murloc. That's uh, we can't, we can't go we back
2: have, to that. I guess ben has already been claimed by the fish people. Ben, don't be afraid if you're going to start waking up in the middle of the night in hot sweats, looking into the mirror and finding yourself looking particularly fishy.
1: That's not good. Do I still sound like a fish? Is my modulator back working?
2: No, but you probably smell like sardines. I don't... Are we good to continue? That's all I need to know, Dane. I, I, I sure just
0: are. I just realized I have not looked at any or almost any of these cards before at all, uh, which I which I normally try to do at least a little bit before we talk about <laughs> them. So. are your hot takes, fresh. Uh, this is yeah, well, yeah, these yeah these might these, the these might not be cooked all the way through. So we'll have to <coughs> yeah we'll have to see. But uh, I mean, with with that in mind, should we should we go ahead and start talking about cards? Let's do it. All right, so here we go. So let's talk about the guardian cards first. So the first uh, guardian card is an asset that costs two, level zero. It has a willpower icon. It's called Riot Whistle. It's an item and a tool, and it says you may take an additional action during your turn, which can only be used to engage. Uh, And also it takes up the accessory slot. So that's kind of interesting. That's a card type. This is a type of thing that we haven't really seen before, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's an accessory slot which Guardian doesn't have too many of. I mean, it has Hallowed cool. Mirror, and
0: is that really uh, true though? I mean, like, so Hallowed Mirror is great. Police Badge yeah. is pretty good if you have XP in a lot of decks. I like yeah, um em- clear, Empty vessel is incredible in Mark. You know, I mean, there, there's at least yeah. a few other options.
1: I meant, I meant level. 0,
0: though. options yeah. are pretty. That's true.
1: But um. Now it's interesting. It's obviously gonna be something that's more used for multiplayer than solo, because you're only gonna want it's engaging. you to use it on like aloof enemies and maybe enemies that are on your allies. Uh, um, yeah.
0: Also, I mean, incredible for for Zoe, right?
1: I mean, oh. pretty good for Zoe if she uh, if she has like relic hunter or something, because um, she wants to be able to use her cross still, I think
0: sure Um, but but i mean you only have one copy of the cross i feel like even if you don't have the cross out just because you know normally with a guardian you don't always need to engage something sometimes you just shoot it while it's on somebody else but with zoe if you can engage something without spending an action you'd always love to do it and get a resource right so i i feel like with zoe i would definitely play two of these and then i would get a relic hunter pretty as soon as possible so i could play one of these plus her cross
2: the double riot whistle or other stuff yeah um
1: it's definitely interesting I would, you know if, if it didn't take up like the accessory slot well i think it doesn't take up a hand slot i guess if it took up no slot this would obviously be incredible um because it takes up the accessory slot i think you have to think about it a little bit
0: i yeah um, i also but, do kind of wish it's a little unfortunate that it gives you an extra action to engage because remember engage is not one of the things that doesn't provoke aos so if you have an enemy on you, you can't, you, it, well, you can, you just get AOO'd. Um, if this was like, uh, you know, a, a, a fast trigger ability that exhausts itself to engage an enemy, it would be, I think, in a way a lot better because you could use it, you know, even if you have an enemy on you, but I think it's still pretty good. And also, I guess it works with things like Payday. So if you really, if you really are trying to do that in like a fin deck or something, you know?
2: Yeah. Or like skids or something. <laughs> Yeah, engage is an interesting one because we haven't really seen many things that just say straight up engage. I think the only the only thing we've seen is uh, get over here so far, right? There's not really like an explicit like use this to engage things. Um, Tony also, has his. There's also spectral razor, kind of. Yeah. yeah. But the, Remember how good that is, though. Like, remember when that came out? It, it's still fantastic. And yeah, that, because I mean, I, mean,
1: and, I mean, that's good because it engages and fights and does like three damage. Right. <laughs> that's, that's true. Oh, but so but good. like
0: the the uh, engage part of Spectral Razor is like sneaky good. Like the it's it, all the parts of the card, as you said, are good. But the engage part is like better than it at first seems.
1: Yeah. I I think this can be pretty solid. I, I definitely for if you're doing a campaign with like in Dunwich where you got Whippoorwills, just having a couple extra actions in the game to just for engage sure. those elite enemies would be great. I mean, it does cost two, and it's an action to play in a card, so you have to like balance that out a little bit. It's like, do you net gain actions that you engage with?
0: Yeah, um, two is pretty good. Yeah, I guess you have to kind of
1: think about that a little bit. but I,
0: I think the, the bottom line is, so Machete just recently was slightly less tabooed. I think if you're playing Machete, you should absolutely play this. I think if you're playing Zoe, you should probably play this. Other decks, I mean, think about it at least. I don't think it's like a slam dunk, but it might be fun. But definitely, Zoe or Machete, I think it's a it's pretty strong. It's yeah. also a,
1: it's a tool... Uh, was it Joe? Does Joe get extra slots for tools, or is it specifically hands it is, that are it tools? Hands.
0: It's extra hand slots.
1: It's extra yeah. hand slots? Oh, okay. so doesn't help them there. But, yeah. Uh, I basically agree with what Dan said, so...
2: Yeah. Entra, entra... Oh god, I can't... I like it it it. Heroes in the chat is asking uh, if it's better than get over here. So get over here obviously being a one-time thing. This gives you that continual value, but it, I think it, again, really depends upon the investigator. Zoe... Loves it, Mark, who really needs the healing of, of um, mirror, uh, or or somebody else who would benefit from heal, like healing, like maybe like Tommy, or or somebody who wants to keep their assets around. Larry or somebody who might need them um, might not look as keenly upon this, but Larry doesn't want to keep his assets around. He wants to constantly kill. <laughs> kill uh, that's his true. <laughs> Yeah, you know, but,
0: but but yeah and I, I do think yeah maybe you'd rather just have a couple of i'll handle this ones or get over here's if you're not either using machete or playing uh zoe or if you have other necks that you really want to play so if you're playing um leo uh larry anderson and you want to use a cigarette case or something then that bumps this down lower on the priority scale um but i yeah i, th- I think for zoe and i think of using a machete i think this is really good
1: this is when you when you uh, use handcuffs to evade an enemy and you want to drag them around with you. This gives you that extra action to <laughs> engage them.
2: Handcuffs, then- right? Little <laughs> meta. Here we come. Oh
0: so, yeah, right. definitely. Uh, let's, let's let's move see, on to uh, the next uh, next card though.
2: So this card is Righteous Hunt. Uh, it is a one cost guardian event. Uh, it is level one. It commits for a combat and an agility symbol. Uh, it is a tactic and it's blessed, which means Mateo can take it. Uh, it's an engage action, choose an enemy up to two locations away, move one location at a time to that enemy's location, engage it, and add bless tokens to the chaos bag equal to that enemy's horror value. Then it's got a really cool quote from Lita Chandler from downtown, <laughs> uh, and it's got some pretty cool art. This is such a weird mm. card. So this is definitely a card. I didn't even think of putting it in only thought of putting it in Tony for dealing with his uh, his weakness.
0: <laughs> I mean,
1: to move twice and engage, or the engage part, maybe not actually action compression, and put Bless Tokens in, which, again, we have no idea.
0: It's worth mentioning that if you have the Whistle, you can use the Whistle to play this.
2: I forgot to mention that. Lord Batboy in the chat, uh, bringing attention to uh, Get Over Here also so that's true yeah. oh yeah you can use the whistle to play uh get over here right Cause it's an engage
1: action
0: yeah i
1: guess that's fun
0: i think uh i mean i think when you're building a multiplayer fighter deck you want it you have a certain number of sort of card slots that you can spare for helping you move around and pick up enemies so the the whistle kind of falls into that category this falls into that category i'll handle this one kind of does get over here kind of does so the question is, like, how many of those cards are you going to play, and is this among the best ones? And I think this is pretty good. Like, I could definitely see... I don't care that much about the blessed tokens, but I just like... Um, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe like maybe you should just think about it as, like, shortcut is s- sort of better, because it's, like, free and level zero, and, you know, you, 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 with that, you're kind of moving one space instead of two, but, like, maybe it's close enough. I don't know. It's hard, it's hard yeah. to evaluate. That's the yeah. thing, because,
2: like, the major detractor here is like how much value you're going to get out of your safe 2 if you're taking safe guard level 2 and you're already moving around with somebody anyways, they can kind of like scoot you to where you need to go if you're already be needing to go that area anyways but this for me uh, three 20. I don't know <laughs> the, the,
0: the thing about safeguard is, safeguard is kind of proactive and this is kind of reactive like you can't if you're, pl- if you're playing in like a 4 player game you can't be on everyone's space all the time because people are always going to spread out a little bit so safeguard kind of helps you like stay on top of one person, which is nice. But this, this is something you can keep in your hand, and if someone two spaces away draws an enemy, you can quickly deal with it. Which is also true of like uh, get me get over here or uh, shortcut or um, I'll handle this one. But you know this is another card in that category.
1: Yeah, this can let you gather up in because because you move one location at a time, you could pick up enemies in between locations and maybe gather them up and then uh dynamite them or grenade them or something i don't know
0: it is this is something this is extremely incredible for echoes of the past and some other scenarios oh
2: yeah that's very true i mean all of
0: all of the cards i've been mentioning are good for that but this one especially just because it moves you so far and engages an aloof enemy like the beginning of echoes of the past where you're racing to like quickly kill a couple of them before you advance this Mm. would be really good for that
2: yeah i mean like Something worth mentioning is that the blessed tokens, if you're just a regular team or just kind of a regular Guardian, aren't really factored into, like, the review of this, I think. Uh, they're, they're, like, a, definitely a nice bonus if you're going to get, like, three horror value or two horror value or something. But, like, unless you're a team that really, really cares about it, like Sister Mary or somebody like that, I wouldn't really consider them to be, like, a part of the card.
0: They're, they're a nice bonus in the same way that, like, if you go to a gas station to fill up your car with gas, and they're like, here, here's a free hat with the logo of the gas station on it. We're giving everyone who <laughs> fills up with gas today one of these hats. And you're like, okay, thanks, I guess. I guess this is just a thing that I have now. It, that, like, that's that's how I think about Blast Tokens. but
2: Gas station hat, I like it.
0: Yeah, or it's like, a, I'm trying wait. to think of, like, what another example would be. It's, it, it's wait, like when... Do you ever get a Do you ever get a, a a mail from some charity that wants you to donate and they give you like a thing of post-it notes of like ten post-it notes? It's like okay, thanks. I guess I'll I guess I'll use these instead of my regular post-it notes. <laughs> you know. Just um, thinking. Now,
1: this, this card is great for any type of uh, let let guards help out nonsense. We need to quickly gather up enemies. Put them all in place and then dynamite them. I was
2: hoping that we could make it past <laughs> this without that. I was, that was in my brain, but I was like, maybe I won't oh, mention this. <laughs> this
0: might be a key to, to that uh, d- d- Yeah, no, I think you need, like, get over here for that. Because this is like, you're going to play this. You need one action to play this. One action to play Let God sort them out. So you have, what, one action to do six damage? Like, I, I guess if you're going to, if you can land a good yeah, dynamite, it'll do it.
1: But... Dynamite, Storm of Spirits, any of those AOEs. I don't know. This is an interesting card. Maybe if we see more fun stuff with Bless Tokens, maybe it'll bump up the evaluation. But Dan's right. It's a free hat right now. So why don't we take a look at the next card?
2: Let's do it. Speaking of Bless Tokens.
1: So the next card is Sacred Covenant. Um, First of five Covenants that we're going to see in this one for each class. So this is a uh, no-cost level 2 asset. Uh, It's a Covenant and Bless. permit, permanent. Limit one Covenant per deck. Reaction after investigator at any location performs the reveal chaos token step of the skill test, exhaust sacred covenant, return any number of blessed tokens revealed during the test to the chaos bag, ignoring their modifiers for this test.
0: So it, it lets you save unnecessary blessed tokens. Is that is yeah, that the situation? Uh, yeah, once around this yeah. yeah.
1: Like when we you know how we drew like three blessed tokens every time every time <laughs> right. we were playing into the it? This would let us cancel one of those. each round. It wouldn't stop the next person from also immediately drawing three. But
2: <laughs> this like helps um, that exact situation and that exact yeah, situation only. <laughs> I well, think. I mean,
0: it, it, yeah, it, it's whether if you want to make sure that the blessed tokens are only actually used up when they're going to help someone pass, or mm. if you just want to make sure that they're you always are are drawing them to trigger. Uh, things. Does this um, return any number of them revealed during the test? The Chaos bag, ignoring their modifiers for the test, but they still trigger things that trigger off of bless tokens, right?
1: Yes, they would. Just ignoring the modifier. I mean,
0: that's this potentially. Like, if you're playing Sister Mary, this could make a huge difference in the number of both the number of times you reveal a bless token and the number of times that you don't waste a bless
2: token. Exactly. Yeah, the fact that it's any location is very good. If yeah. this were at your location, this would not be nearly as considered, I think. But the fact that it's any location, that's fantastic for it anyway. Like and I think that Mary specifically wants this card. I don't I don't know of any other investigator who like, is a blessed like we don't have like something that says just add a blessed token every every turn or whatever other than Mary. So I think that this is definitely a consideration for her because there were times that I've already experienced in every single game that I've played where somebody cared about blessed tokens, where like Preston sitting on like a fail package and he wants to fail and then draws four blessed tokens in a row, doesn't get to fail, <laughs> gets one clue and does absolutely nothing for the rest of the turn.
0: I mean, this, what uh, this, what this just means though, is that if someone does have this card, it just means that, instead of just that happening, first someone will draw like Bless, 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 Zero, and you'll be like, okay, well, let's put those back in the bag because we don't need them and they're useless. And then and then Preston will try to fail something and draw the other three Bless tokens. Exactly. So it, exactly. it'll, no, no matter, because you can only use this once per round, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, that, that, remember, the issue with Bless tokens is still, even if you have the maximum number in the bag, even if you have 10 of them in the bag, that's at most like a third of the Chaos bag, so you're still only going to see them... It's still hard to like really plan that oh I really need a blessed token on this pull. I hope I get one. but if you're just trying to like draw a lot of blessed tokens, this is this is a big deal. If we see more payoffs for blessed tokens in the rest of the cycle, then this is like a pretty key part of the deck that you would play to use them.
2: yeah, I agree yeah,
0: word. Uh, cards. yeah let's move on. uh okay, so let's talk about secret cards. Uh, we have, uh, the first secret card is a four cost level zero asset called Eldritch Sophist, uh, which has a willpower icon on it. It's an ally in Miskatonic and it says uses three secrets, uh, fast trigger, exhaust Eldritch Sophist, move one secret or charge from an asset you control to another asset controlled by an investigator at your location. And it has one health and three sanity and it takes up the ally slot, uh,
2: I don't know if this card is good, but I love it. What do you guys think? Uh, marks <laughs> basically what this card had for me, me thinking for a very long time. Like this is the only card I think anyway, correct me if I'm wrong, that comes in with secrets that doesn't actually use them. It only uses right. them like, by using its ability to feed it to other things. So okay. the most efficient, I think use of this is with secrets just because by virtue of it coming in with three on it. So the question is, is there any asset that is, like, ridiculously good and that would benefit so greatly from having Elder Sophists that you can pump more secrets into it or, like, charges into somebody else's charges? Because it is any uh, necessary location. I I am trying
0: furiously to remember what the name of the magic card is that moves charge counters between cards. <laughs> power Conduit. Power, power Conduit. <laughs> is that deck? <laughs> um uh no I mean I I love this kind of thing I, I would love it if you could just build a deck around move having awesome secrets and like moving secrets around to different cards the, I the real issue with this is that I'm not sure this is better than the engine of just mr Rook plus astounding revelation which gives you a bunch of secrets um, and there's also like upgraded um, knowledges power or sorry not knowledge is power what's the True understanding. All the secret cards have the same name. It's impossible. But the, uh, I mean, keep in mind that Mr. Rook has, of course, been tabooed. So, like, you could use this guy. Truth from fiction. Sorry. Truth from fiction. Um, Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Like, there's definitely, there's other ways to put secrets on things that I fear are probably a little bit better than this, considering this costs four and it takes up the ally slot. But this is still really neat. And I am excited to see what kind of decks you can use it with.
1: I suggest using use again for the unidentified forbidden tome to try to get some of the secrets out of it without using the action.
0: Hey, there you go. <laughs> I so,
1: uh, little thing. Which which of the unidentified stuff use secrets? I can never remember which ones do what. Does ancient oh. glyphs or stones or any of yeah. them use
0: secrets? Archa- Archaic glyphs is charges. Archaic um, glyphs is charges. Yeah, secrets is like most books use secrets. Oh
2: well, yeah, Necronomicon, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. I think that um,
2: should have been there.
0: Yeah, it's a good thing they buffed the Necronomicon by having more cards that interact with it. That was really a risk. Uh I'm I'm excited oh. to use this to charge up a Lux Cannon a little bit faster. Uh that's gonna be really cool. Um <laughs> no, I, I'm yes. also uh what what is the uh, Dark Steel what's the Dark Steel thing that if you get 20 charge counters on it, you win the game? Uh I've I've won a game of commander with that before, so I'm excited to use uh, Eldritch right. well, the deck.
1: It's clear Dan has no actual takes on this card. Uh, so <laughs> let's let's move on. I
2: don't know. The next card is uh, Stirring Up Trouble, and uh, it is a zero-cost Seeker event. Uh, It is level one, commits for a combat and an intellect. It is an insight and it's cursed. As an additional cost to play Stirring Up Trouble, add curse tokens to the chaos bag equal to your location shroud value. Discover two clues at your location. So this actually reads, discover two clues at your location. Because the first yeah. part basically doesn't matter whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, that's how I read it. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I guess yeah. if he's
1: on like a shroud four location, it puts like four C- curse tokens in, which I guess kind of starts to shift the
2: bath. But uh, this card, the most part, it doesn't matter. Uh, I was like rubbing my eyes when I saw this card. I was like, "What? <laughs> this is a secret. Sequ- Why do they get this?" <laughs>
0: like it, it doesn't feel like a seeker card really uh but it, it's, uh, well it, it's, cool. it does in some ways but because it, it feels a lot like drawn of the flame that's like the closest comparison for me i think
2: that and like the poor rogues have to play intel report spend four resources to get
0: two clues off her location yeah but that uh, f- but four resources is a lot less to a rogue right it's like yeah it's fine
1: uh <laughs> seems like a really good card i mean until we see like curse being real bad uh even if you've loaded up, like, 10 curse tokens in the bag, it's, it's usually not that big a deal. Maybe it makes you fail one test at some point.
2: Yeah. This makes, if you're you're There's a so. huge boost in this card, too. If you're playing Trish, and you're playing Double Double, you get to say, Double Double, stirring up trouble. I don't think <laughs> That's I would... Say,
0: Trish. I, it's just a
1: witch now? What's happening? Oh, she maybe is. she says guys are a witch.
2: It you could can't, be, you can't tell me that
0: they didn't plan for that.
1: She's probably snuck into sneaks into the witch camps, and that's what she does. Yeah, that
0: makes sense. I think <laughs> uh, uh, it's it's also an insight. So I mean, doesn't really help. It's not great in the hunch deck, I think, but because uh, it's free. But uh, you know, you could recur it or something. I think it's just. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think in seeker decks, it's less. It's not as important to have a thing that can get you clues without having to investigate because you can almost always pass an investigate test. But. Even still, you know, there's locked doors, there's haunted locations, there's places where it might be nice. And bottom line is, if you're going to play a card like that, like, I would I'd would play this over working a hunch a lot of the time, because it's free, oh, yeah. right? Uh, so I, I think this is pretty cool.
2: Yeah, I mean, anybody who's off class loves this, right? Like, Roland loves yeah. this. That's, anybody yeah. who can run this loves this card. Really? Even like like I know that you've tried Seeker, Tony, and I don't know if that was a hit or for you. But, like, even people like that can run for this event, which is amazing. It, especially
0: especially anything that's, like, get two clues. Great in, like, great in two-player or pretty good in solo, right? Because you can just clear off a whole location at once. So, yeah. I, I uh, Also, like, even, like, uh, Luke. Probably pretty good for Luke, right?
2: Oh, my God. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Oh, no,
2: Luke! <laughs> oh, my God. He can play this anywhere. Oh, God. This, this uh, card is ridiculously good.
1: Yep. Hmm. yeah real strong Yep. all right on to the next uh, one bad to say there so next we got uh blasphemous covenant uh this is a seeker asset uh no cost level two it's a covenant cursed permanent limit one covenant per deck i'll probably read that every time it's fine uh reaction when an investigator at your location reveals a curse token during a skill test exhaust blasphemous covenant treat that token's modifier as plus one instead of its normal modifier after this test ends, we turn that token to the chaos bag. So it makes one curse token a plus one. Seems once per
0: seems bad round. Oh, at Out your location. Oh, wow, this is much worse than the other
2: one. Seems really <laughs> yeah. This seems really bad.
0: Compared,
2: uh, compared to any way, it's not nearly as impactful. It's weird yeah, that it's, it's. I mean.
0: It's weird that it's so much worse. It feels like if it didn't have the at your location, if it let you treat it as a plus one and then also remove it, or if it lets you do this to multiple curse tokens, like any of those things would make it at least a little better. It just—it's worse in like every way than the than the uh, guardian one.
1: They want the curse tokens to feel uh, scarier in general, so maybe that's why they restricted it more. While they want the plus tokens, like yeah. the other one basically makes the so plus tokens don't whiff. which is honestly the Uh, biggest the most important thing
0: that you need for blessed tokens
1: yeah and this this thing is so a curse token maybe doesn't make you fail a test i mean most of the time it it probably isn't if you're committing correctly but
2: uh yeah i Uh, mean there's something to be said for the fact that all of these covenants are permanents permanents are actually like generally better than a normal card because they start out regardless of what you're doing they will always be there for you that being said, this is like the least impactful one that we might see today. I don't, I don't remember for certain if that's the that's the issue here. But like sacred confident, it being too ex- a tier to experience permanent asset is just by far and large way better than this.
0: Yeah, that, that's yeah. a good point. The fact that it is a permanent means that like eventually, if you get a million XP, I mean, secrets have so much other stuff to spend XP on. But if you do eventually get to the point where you have like ninety five XP and nothing else to spend right. it on sure, get this. Why not? Because it's not like you're taking a better card out of your deck. But I think that's pretty much what it would take.
1: I'm in agreement there. I I guess this is here for Seeker because I I think it it seems like the Seeker cards we've been getting for this cycle add curse tokens. So maybe it's supposed to be if you're trying to do a a curse token heavy seeker build or something this will help well, cancel it out it well, also it, keeps the curse token in the bag so, so you can discover that
0: well so you can discover the necronomicon or whatever the uh <laughs> yeah,
1: identified
0: whatever well so, un- yeah. unidentified my butt it's definitely the necronomicon right i mean come on it's like like any anytime look there's only one really scary book it's uh well i guess there's there's that in the king in yellow but uh
1: there's, there's, there's a couple it's just the yeah. Necronomicon
0: guy uh, it but one but 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 that is a good point i think we've seen that that's how the color pie breakdown is guardians get to add blessed tokens. Um, seekers and mystics get to add curse tokens. Rogues get sure. to add curse tokens, and survivors get to either add blessed tokens or remove curse tokens. Yeah. So
1: that's. Or two, I don't know, but yeah. Definitely for seeker, it's curse. So, so maybe with more cards, maybe there'll be some cool combo you can do with like, oh, I really want to build up all the curse tokens. Other than the identified thing, there has to be other stuff to make you consider this. But yeah.
0: Draw, uh, draw, draw draw, a card for each uh, draw a card for each curse token in the bag give it to me i want it that's that, 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 that's, that's that what it'll, play, that's what it'll take to get me to play these cards i'll do it i feel like there's like a good chance that'll happen
2: just it, because yeah, it'll be
0: like cards. up to it'll be like up to a maximum <laughs> of three or something it, it, it won't be cool but it, it, if it is cool i mean i'm you know put put me down for one i'm into that yeah. uh should we talk about the rogue cards now yep let's do it okay. oh. all I'm right read down here we go. We've got our first green card. It's called Breaking and Entering. Uh, it is a level two event. Sorry, a cost two level zero event. Uh, it has an intellect icon and an agility icon. It is a trick. Uh, Sarita can play it, right? And it says, yeah. investigate. Add your agility value to your skill value for this investigation. If you succeed by two or more, you may automatically evade an enemy at this location. This attack does not provoke attacks of opportunity.
1: All right, Seems like a pretty pretty decent card. Uh really. I don't know. It I guess you have to already have the enemy there and you like wanna to and Trish, right?
2: This is like it's good. Trish do what she does and then play this card. This, I, I, kind I, of, it, yeah, I yeah. Trish maybe wants to use
1: it. Rita could actually discover clues with this card. Um I guess if you just if you ignore every if you ignore the succeed by two effect.
0: Oh, it doesn't provoke an AO. That's kinda good. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right, anyway, but, uh, but it's kind of like i mean if, if your agility is high like you could probably just evade it normally in most cases right i mean i guess what's nice about this is you can evade something that isn't on you so there's there are some advantages to it um I, I, and this is also ironically evade an enemy it doesn't say non-elite enemy um, yeah i i just if, if your agility is good enough for this to be good you could probably just evade it right i i don't know i look i'm not saying this is like terrible i'm just saying it feels pretty situational i think you're probably gonna like maybe start with this and when you're making a deck and you're gonna cut it because there's just better cards yeah other than rita of course
2: (laughs) because i mean been a desperate lack of tricks
1: it's it's just it's a way to uh, investigate with your agility basically so it's an extra way to do that I don't think you can totally overrule that. It's You're paying two cards and a money, also maybe to save an action if there's also an enemy there. Yeah. It's uh,
2: one-time right?
1: So the, the
0: the way that it works with Trish, though, so Lord Batboy in the chat said it's like a Trish card, two clues, and an evade, but it's actually one clue and two evades, right? So you if you succeed this no. by... T- isn't it? No, because Trish's, you can get an extra clue or automatically evade. Oh, yeah, that's you right. That's right. You, you can pick, yeah. So, yeah. Eh, it just... So,
1: that's why I was thinking, Trish. You you can have an enemy on you. You don't break an AOO. You get two clues and probably evade. So yeah,
0: I wish I uh, up. it's
1: good compression for.
0: I wish this didn't cost two. Like, why does it need to cost two?
1: Because it's a road card, and they all have to cost. A whole bunch of money. <laughs> so that so that so that, you're, so that on your
0: own works with it, uh, you know, or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah.
1: Oh, what's know. the. What's the ally that came in uh, Winnie's deck? Does that work with Shoot? Oh he, Chuck.
0: The, um, that's yes. that's is that Gambits and Tricks? Chuckles. It's a, it I, is. It, yeah. No, it's tactics and tricks. Oh tactics and tricks. Yeah, I mean if you're playing uh if you're playing Chuck, then this is decent. Yeah. Cause what does it do? It makes it fast, cost two less and cost you less. You can isn't it like you can pick any two? Either make it cost two less, make it fast, or uh increase the the skill by two when you're doing it a skill on it yeah
1: so yeah definitely definitely good in the chuck if you're doing building a chuck deck chuck first uh, so i don't know i yeah it's not like a generically good put in every single red deck card but i think it definitely fits in uh to several decks and archetypes so yeah i think okay. i like it. i think i'll try it out in in trish at least and maybe in vita if i ever play vita again
0: we'll see, <laughs> we'll see. So. Yeah. For now, though, let's uh, let's move on to the next card.
2: The next card is Skeptic. It is a level one rogue skill. Commits for one wild icon. Um, it is a practiced, which is a huge red alert thing. Uh, during this skill test, treat the modifier of each blessed and cursed token as plus one instead of its normal modifier. <sighs> this card doesn't seem great right so this card is like if you have 10 curse tokens and 10 blessed tokens in the bag, this is like kind of like an unexpected courage in a very very stretched manner you know like yeah. because the plus one would kind of like add to the test you know like
1: i think if you look know up curse tokens more specifically than blessed tokens then maybe you're like oh I the there's a bunch of curse tokens, this is an important yeah. test I, I commit this so I don't have to worry about curse tokens or something
2: it's kind of like defiant, right?
1: yeah mm, kinda.
0: yeah, it, it's just, so you have to you have to commit this to a really important test and yeah, I mean I don't know, I, I think you just, you have to have a lot of blessing curse tokens in the bag and you have to be doing a really important test or you, it has to be a regular test that you want to pass by a huge amount and so, maybe, maybe, maybe all those things come together. Maybe they don't. Yeah.
1: So, uh, plays pop, uh, in one round, uh, maybe even two rounds in a row. And then she plays skeptic for two rounds. <laughs> so she doesn't care about all the curse tokens. Herself.
0: It, uh, it, it also, but yeah, I mean, I, I think that is the bottom line is good point is like, suppose you draw one bless Her curse token then this is like a courage, right? Well, it's not quite because if you drew a curse token then this is like, makes it a, um, anyway, but, uh, keep in mind though. I had something I was going to say about this. Oh, yeah. Uh, suppose you're playing, uh, like, a Mystic, and you also have this in so, so suppose you're playing uh, Dexter. Um, isn't there a thing where, like... If you play Dark Prophecy, you could potentially reveal a lot of tokens. Right? Or something like that?
1: Um, Would that yeah. work? Yeah. Well, Dark Prophecy, you reveal five tokens, and then you pick one what? that's a spooky symbol yeah. right but,
0: but you still revealed them right
1: no it's like when you like pick one and ignore the rest or something so to- so if you
0: if you did dark prophecy and you you could like reveal like two blessed tokens and two cursed tokens and they wouldn't immediately like tell you to draw another one you would like pick one and then you would resolve it
1: that was the one you were allowed to pick, which means you draw no spooky symbols.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, and, never mind that. other well, stuff. Like, if you're using it with like
1: Jacqueline or something or someone else, all draw it. and pick. Uh, yeah, Your property is a little more restrictive, but yeah. yeah, you can go test statue or something. Then I don't know. it's a weird card. I, I like the art on it. I like that it's a person like stepping on a Cthulhu statue. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. that's I, I do the, like. The
1: that It's very funny. Yeah. So I appreciate all of
0: that. <laughs> um, um, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I like the art too. I think this, this is one that I can't really think of a great use for, but maybe, maybe someone will figure it out.
2: Stuff to warrant a deck slot, I think is for me is, is what it is. Cause like, generally speaking, skills need to be really high quality, like, like promise of power or like unexpected courage or guts or whatever that you want to do. And like this, unless you know that you're going into a scenario, it's like, put 10 tourist Tokens in the bag immediately. It's like, maybe I don't want to play this right away.
0: Yeah. Uh, let's move on to the next card. False Covenant.
1: This is a uh, no-cost level 2 rogue asset. Covenant and Cursed. Permanent. Limit one Covenant per deck. Uh, reaction. When investigator at reveals a Cursed Token during a skill test, exhaust False Covenant. Cancel that token Return uh, it to the ca- token pool and reveal another token. Um, so That's token fair. pool is important. So this this takes a curse token out of out of the
0: bag. It, right. It it basically just kind of gets rid of. It it could just as well say treat the modifier as zero. Kind of in most cases. Yeah. yeah. Somebody what? in chat
2: was mentioning like the differences between each of the classes' relationship with and he said rogues avoid the consequences of their actions. That's exactly what this is doing. They'll put like four cursed tokens in the bag or something at some point, and then have this to bail them out whenever they draw one, right, later. yeah, Which is nice. It's definitely more powerful than than the Seeker cover, so, I think.
1: So if you have a reason to load up uh, curse tokens, which I, I feel like we're still not there yet, um, I guess maybe if, if your Amanda's popping off, uh, maybe there's a lot, but uh this can kind of help mitigate them a little bit like you use it on like a test that you would fail or something if with the curse token which doesn't always happen so. that's
0: that's the really important point to remember is you would of all the times that you draw a curse token the only time this matters is when after the curse token you would fail by like minus two or minus one right because otherwise well i mean act i mean I guess for rogues actually you might care about how much you pass by but for for most tests, there will be a lot of tests where you draw a curse token and you don't care because you were up by four and you still pass by two, or you were you were you were going to fail by minus one and the curse token make, makes you fail by three instead, and it just doesn't matter, you know.
1: It's more that this like this is when you draw the curse token, so you have to decide to cancel it before you would draw the next token off of the curse.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, really? yeah. Oh. So, I don't, yeah, I don't like I don't like that either. That's not great.
1: So it's like if you. really worried about the test you didn't you want to cancel a token if you get it i don't know it's definitely better than the secret one but uh this is also also at your location yeah
0: it is is. i I think you're right probably better than the secret one still i think not very good at all uh it is a permanent so eventually once you have a thousand if you're playing the old ball and you eventually have a thousand xp maybe
2: yeah i think that like for me Faustian bargain has basically made it into every so you know that there's going to be some. At least I know there's going to be amount of curse tokens in the bag. And playing through Innsmouth right now, there's just kind of some inherently around in scenarios. But um, it's tough to warrant unless you're going really, really, really into curses, and then you might want to play False Covenant.
0: Maybe. Uh, for now, though, let's um, let's talk about the Mystic cards. So the first mystic card, wow, uh, is called Armageddon, and it is a four-cost, level zero asset with a combat icon on it. It's a spell, and it's cursed. It says, uses three charges, uh, action, spend one charge, fight. This attack uses willpower instead of combat and deals plus one damage. If a curse token is revealed during this attack, you may deal one damage to an enemy at your location or place one charge on Armageddon, and it takes up a arcane slot. Interesting.
2: So, these cards, I want to compare very, very closely to the first three uh, uh, mystic assets that were available. Shriveling, um, Rite of Seeking, and Mists of Ryla, I think, was the first one. Um, Because they all do very, very similar. They all, um, I believe, cost one more in in actual resource cost, and they all have one less charge. But they also give you a very potent side effect if a curse token is revealed. So those are kind of like the main differences here. Just, just to, just to put that in the headspace here, yeah. because the the curse token doesn't. It doesn't matter if you fail. It doesn't matter if you succeed. As long as you reveal one, you get this secondary effect.
1: Yeah. So that's interesting. So it's like if you would fail the test for whatever reason for not a curse token, then you get the charge back. So it's kind of like the. Um survivor gun and keys and stuff yeah. uh, or you can just automatically deal one damage uh, or maybe like th- this is great if you're like trying to hit a three damage enemy and you have a lot of curse tokens in the bag it can maybe proc and save you a charge effectively um which is nice but you're right it does cost someone scriveling and but it has no- charges
0: yeah I, think, I mean it's also like so i think suppose you were playing an akachi build and you were going to do some curse tokens she gets an extra charge so, like, you know, four charges instead of three makes a big difference.
2: Maybe that makes this more palatable, right? Yeah, but here's the thing, though. Is that more efficient than running somebody like Jacqueline and using a lot of curse tokens? And for the times that you would choose to reveal tokens via, like, Dark Fantasy or Olive or her own ability or whatever, picking the curse token and letting it re- resolve, that way you do get the charges back.
0: Well, maybe, but I mean, so, okay, you're going to do, you're going to use this action three times. So if you think that roughly one out of every three tests, you're going to draw a curse token, then Akachi gives you about the same number of charges back, right? If you think you're going to draw curse tokens more than one in every three times, then that's better, Um, right? And I mean, it's also cool because sometimes even if you could put a charge back on it, it might be better to instead deal the damage to a cultist to your location or something. So that's even if you forget. Uh yeah, that's true. Um so yeah, I, I do think this is pretty cool. Uh I'm I'm not sure exactly what the deck would look like that is properly built to optimize it, but I think that this is pretty powerful.
2: Yeah. I mean at a baseline it's it's a little less efficient than tripling, right? It's it costs one more and it has one less charge. So okay.
0: and it it's gonna it's a- keep in mind we just recently got um recharge level four which is a pretty good way to put charges back on things there's also i don't think she's super efficient but twyla is an ally that can help put charges back on things um, it, yeah. and so so there's that there's also uh you could even have like an ally play a um whatever it whatever it is a uh truth from fiction on you or a uh or, or sorry not truth from fiction but you could have an ally play recharge on you you could have an ally play um the use the ally, the eldritch sophist that we just talked about to move charges onto this thing. Like there's a lot of ways to put charges back on stuff. So, and, and also just, you know, the more curse tokens, imagine if you're playing a group that's like Dexter with Faustian bargain, uh, Trish with like Faustian bargain and something. And like someone else playing like pot, like Amanda with pop, you could like make a group that's just putting a ton of curse tokens in the bag. I'm not sure if that would be great, but potentially you could, you could be triggering the extra
2: charge or extra damage thing pretty frequently. Yeah, I, I definitely want to move on, but I think that paying attention to that, like these are probably the most powerful effects that we've seen come off of curse tokens because of the fact that one, they don't require you to succeed, and two, they are they can be pretty consistent depending upon what your cursed pool is looking like.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: ron mentions in chat like we'll probably see upgraded versions of these and depending on what those do those become yeah. very powerful like if it's a draw if you draw if they have the same scaling as like shriveling where it's like oh the level five versions plus two damage but there's no downside of doing to uh sandy yourself or whatever instead of this, yeah. this benefit it's definitely worth considering yeah, that's
0: right. a, that's a really good point. I'm the, the mystic. My favorite mystic that I play the most is Agnes. So I'm used to not really caring too much about the penalties on those spells because a lot of times you're happy to take one or two horror anyway to, to ping something or you, right. you always have Peter. So you just put it on Peter. or You have fearless and stuff. But the fact is, if you're playing a lot of other mystics, then I mean, yeah, like that, that horror really does add up and it can really wreck you. So just just avoiding that is like pretty cool.
2: yeah Uh, yeah. let's
0: let's move on there just because as dane hinted at we're going to talk about other cards that are similar to this
2: yeah so the next one in the series of of new rogue spells uh is eye of chaos it is a five cost asset uh, level zero commits for one intellect it's a spell and cursed uh, uses three charges and you uh, spend one charge to investigate. investigate will instead of intellect if you succeed discover one additional clue at this location if a curse token is revealed during this investigation, you may discover one clue at a connecting location, or place one charge on Eye of Chaos, and it takes up an arcane slot. Very similar effects to um, Six Sense, right? Six Sense: if you draw a spooky token, you get to investigate as if you were at a Well,
0: a- well is the clues. This is like ex- this is like upgraded
2: Six Sense, where you get yeah. both clues, uh, and this is yeah. the level zero version, right? Again, it's only if you draw that curse Token, but in the right build, I think that this could be very, very good.
1: Even without the curse Token, this costs one more than Ride of Seeking, right? And it still has yeah. three
0: charges.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It has the potential to get you three clues in one action for a level zero card.
0: Yeah, and especially given that we now have at least a couple of Mystics like Dexter that are a little bit less poor than Mystics have been in the past, that makes the five less horrible to play, you know? Yeah.
1: yeah. I'm to like adaptable this into my dexter deck. That's what I'm running because this seems like it'll be great for him. Well, and um, also
0: the other thing we should mention, like one of the cool things about getting the new cards in Jacqueline's deck was not just that it was like maybe you like these instead of Shriveling and Rite of Seeking, but if you really want to focus, you could play both of them. Right. So in the same way, if you maybe you play a dexter deck now that is all in on getting clues, so you play Eye of Chaos and Rite of Seeking and Clairvoyance. And whenever one runs out, you just use Dexter's ability to install over it with another one, and you just always can get two clues per action. That's that, that could be really good. Yeah, I like the art of this yeah. one too. Kind of gross.
2: looks <laughs> no, like, it's got looks like her some eye's uh, like
0: skull. It's skull in there. Like, looks like uh, a looks like a maybe somebody's net ready eye got infected or something like that with uh, with magic. I don't know
2: guys were mentioning Dexter but I think that Luke I mean with these assets he has access to uh, the card that just got eroded um, a, lot of, a lot of cards got eroded oh, that's the scroll,
0: scroll of secrets or? The the case, that, wasn't
2: the event that lets you uh, tr- trigger a, an ability on oh, a, knowledge access. is power yeah, knowledge cool. is power is, is pretty fantastic too just like extra charges more value from these Yep. pretty cool yeah that's true seekers have access to curse stuff too but yeah
1: safina might like this too because she's usually pretty rich so it would be something good for her to pick up and, and l- i don't know
0: and like dexter she can play like faustine bargain she can play some green cards that put curses in the bag as well yeah, yeah. no I, I i mean i i was already armageddon yeah. seemed good and this if anything seems even better like this seems pretty cool yeah. uh let's talk about what i assume is the last one in this series
1: yeah, so we got Shroud of Shadows featuring
0: Dexter on it. Um, Great
1: art. Level zero. zero. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. Uh, level zero, cost three asset with an agility icon. Spell and cursed, uses three charges. Action, send one charge, evade. This evasion attempt uses will instead of agility. If you succeed and the evaded enemy is non-elite, you may move that enemy to a connecting location. If a cursed token is revealed during this evasion attempt, you may move to a connecting location or place one charge on Shroud of Shadows. So this has two less charges than Mist. Mist has like five, and, right? And takes up an arcane
0: <laughs> slot as well, right?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah, and an arcane slot, yes. Um,
0: um, well, it, well, wait, wait. The the level zero version of Mists of Relia is two cost and four charges, right? And it's the right. upgraded one oh. has five charges. Oh, okay. The
2: big difference between this and Mist, though, is that Mist moves you, this moves an enemy, which is yeah. very... That's very pretty, th-
0: this is... That's the thing. I can't figure out whether this is like worse than Mists or better, because Mists, it's really good to be able to evade something and move. You can do all kinds right. of great stuff with that. But I feel like in some situations, I, I feel like that's almost always good, but this in some situations is very 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 good like imagine yeah. being able to evade the horrible vengeance snakes in forgotten age and yeah, just like shove yeah. them off to some corner that you're never going to go to again
1: that was probably my first thought is forgotten age where there's a million snakes on you and you want to send them, get them away from you whether they're even if they're hunters like kicking them back away from you so you can like spend a turn to finish getting the clues at your location before you leave it's great
2: this is like this is like slip away right because this this <laughs> basically pushes them to another location and evades them Meaning that they have to unexhaust and then get to you if they're hunters.
0: Well, it, it's kind of like one. And a half, it's like a. It's like one and a half turns instead of two because if you move them to another sure. location, they're still going to move and hit you the next enemy phase. Whereas yeah, to slip yeah. away, you have like two full enemy phases of them not doing anything. But it's yeah, it, it's it's and if they're not hunters, then it's it's just like killing them basically. It's like a. It's it's amazing. Yeah. So, so yeah, it, it is weird though because at the same time. The curse token bonus for this is not as good. I mean, being able to move is nice, uh, or getting extra charge is nice, but it's not like extra clue or extra damage like the other yeah. ones. Yeah, fine
2: by itself, honestly. Like you don't yeah. necessarily have to move, but it's, like it's good. Getting here, or there is great.
0: And and miss also has a miss. The penalty on mists is not as bad as the penalty on the other ones because it's just discard a card from your hand, which usually you can just pick your worst card and discard it. So. And is
1: it choosing discard it's, or it's, it's, discard, choos- right? it's
0: choosing discard. Okay yeah yeah this i also just i love the art on this so much especially if you're playing dexter it's almost uh abracadabra it's yeah i know <laughs> all, all three of these are cool um i'm i think these these are really exciting and interesting
2: yeah Is there some type of
1: dumb janky build you could do with mary where you load up all the bless tokens and then you play that card that converts all the bless tokens into
0: curse tokens <laughs> and then <you> she <laughs> uses these spells isn't that I'm a- sure you could do that of that at any point in time ever. what's what's the card that turns <laughs> bless tokens into curse tokens besides her weakness there, isn't uh, there some card that, there's a card that like turns all the curse. in the
1: bag yeah tides of something oh do, oh at
0: the end of the turn it tra- changes in the
1: back back into curse seems, seems bad so, yeah. <laughs> i don't know I was, I was just trying to find some way to make
2: mary be able to do something <laughs> like that I just dump a whole bunch of curses in very easily you know like that's Level- and he's on this- like look, yeah, you're level, right. No, Faustian bargain. Level Just level Faustian, Faustian level bargain. Get a ton of money.
1: Play all these expensive ones. Double double <laughs> double
0: it. Faustian bargain. Uh, level two Faustian bargain. Put oh, eight chaos. To, put eight curse tokens in the bag and gain twelve money. You know, there's what? Who knows what we'll find later in the cycle? Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, these let's, are Let's move on though. We actually have a fourth mystic card. Um, so. Yeah. Uh, We have, of of course, continuing this cycle, we have Paradoxical Covenant, which is a two-cost, or sorry, level two, no-cost asset. Um, It is a covenant, blessed and cursed. It's a permanent, limit limit one covenant per deck. Uh, Reaction, after an investigator location performs the reveal chaos token step of a skill test, if both a blessed token and a cursed token were revealed during this test, exhaust Paradoxical Covenant, this test automatically succeeds?
2: Okay. (laughs) It it's the coolest effect that will never happen. Uh, yes, this, this this is this <laughs> is terrible. It's like so. honestly, like every. I've been playing with Tony and Amanda. We're going, and like I'm playing some like blessed token stuff, and Amanda's got promise of power. So like obviously there's going to be Cursed tokens in the bag, and this happens at least once every game that we play, at most once I should say once. Right. So that is one auto success per per game i feel like this should have been
0: test, which right? <laughs> and and it, it very well may not be a test that you were going to fail and it very well may not be a test that you even care about yeah. and it, it, for some reason like some of the covenants but not all of them this one is another at your location this should just work on anybody anywhere on the map and it would still be pretty, and pretty unplayable
2: yeah. run, uh, and that's like this should have been like yeah. sacred covenant.
0: This, anywhere on the map. It, this mind—if you draw both a bless and a curse, they cancel each other out anyway.
2: So exactly. you still probably
0: pass. Still probably fine. This this should say right. after an investigator anywhere on the map does this, you get to do it. And it should say everyone in the group draws two cards or something. You know, I feel like
2: it's definitely the coolest covenant, but it's like <laughs> never going to see. Any like even close to my table.
1: I feel like, like MJ are really excited about putting blood and cursed and
0: the word paradox on a card again.
2: mj's all about paradoxes,
0: all about <laughs> this. This is the purifying corruption of uh, of, of this exactly. cycle, maybe. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I think I think this is a miss. It's kind of a bummer because I, I think it's worse than all the other ones we've talked about so far. But I don't yeah. know. It, if you like, do play it, it'll be pretty fun when it happens, if it ever happens
1: yeah it's like a fun bonus like it's only two experience so like maybe if you're overflowing our experience you can
0: pick it up i mean and get if you're playing get get, get, a two, get two blood packs before you get this even if you're just trying to spend extra <laughs> XP. but no but 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 for real though like definitely get a blood pack with your extra xp that you don't know what else to do with before you get this
2: yeah here
0: yeah. in chat like
1: you could try doing some sealing nonsense with uh seal a blessed curse ahead of time and then release them or something i don't know
2: Oh, like lot of, oh, with with dark ritual.
1: Yeah, Wait, is that the one that makes you auto succeed? There's like easier ways to auto succeed at a test. I but.
0: mean, this is this is the bottom line. Suppose you suppose you know that you have a sister Mary, and a uh, someone like playing a pop on every test. Suppose you know that you're always going to have like between seven and ten of both tokens the odds of drawing both are still not great. The odds of drawing both on a test where it's actually relevant to automatically succeed are still not great. So I, I just don't think there's a good scenario for this. You still have to exhaust it. I, yeah. I like the art of this one. I like the colors. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, you know. I like the columns. Great, great to see some columns, columns, having a, having a moment in the sun. Uh, let's move on and
2: talk about survivor cards. Oh,
0: Hey, it's this.
2: Whoa. In case you haven't been anywhere near us before, uh, Mariner is a three-cost level zero asset, uh, survivor asset that commits for one intellect. Uh, it's an item and a tool. Action exhaust Mariner's compass. Investigate. If you succeed and have no resources on your resource in your resource pool, discover one additional clue at your location. Uh, fast action during an investigation using Mariner's compass. Spend one resource. You get plus one intellect for the skill test, limit three time per investigation, takes up a hand slip. So this is the one that uh, FFG gracious, uh to spoil uh, a little while ago. And uh, LFM.
0: Yeah, just to kind of summarize what you said about it earlier really quickly so we don't have to go too deep into it again. Um, it You know, it's basically like a fire axe for clues, but it's more expensive and it exhausts itself, so it's like, eh. Um, but we thought, you know, it, it could be pretty good if you if you're playing like a two player game and maybe you only really need to use it once per turn could be pretty good for characters like min
2: um you know there's definitely ways to use it where it's where it's pretty good yeah the exhaust being the major difference between uh fire X and it right
0: yeah and and the cost just making it harder because if you're trying to play this in like a dark horse build or something um the fact that it costs 3 just makes it difficult to get out there but uh but like dark horse preston could probably do do some good work mm-hmm. with it so
2: yeah yeah, definitely- like, Pete can unexhaust it if he really wants to. That's true. Yeah. Kind of people yeah. we're talking about. So. It's
1: nice to see more ways for survivors to get clues. So yeah. Get At a least lot well. of stuff. So it's a good, good add to that. Yeah.
0: Um, all right. On to the Left. final card the final covenant. The yeah,
1: covenant ancient-
2: of all covenants.
1: It's the ancient covenant. <laughs> uh, like all the rest, no cost, uh, level two asset, survivor. It's so a permanent, limit one Covenant per deck. Uh, has the keywords Covenant and Blessed on it. Uh, reaction, when an investigator at your location resolves a Blessed token during a skill test, exhaust Ancient Covenant, do not reveal another token as part of this Blessed token's effect. So that kind of makes like Blessed tokens just be uh, uh, plus one or plus twos effectively.
0: Yep. Could this uh, could this weirdly be pretty good on like expert if you're playing a deck that puts a ton of bless sure. tokens in the bag? Like it's if, also if,
2: very good for the all auto fail uh, chaos bet
0: <laughs> mode. Yeah.
1: I guess on expert almost- if you do you try to minimize the test you do on expert. So like if you occasionally do one, maybe if you've loaded up bless tokens, this can help you. Pass a test when you when you have to do one. I don't know. I was thinking like this is like a because like this we see another stuff in Survivor that adds blessed tokens. Um, this can be pretty nice I think for survivors. Uh, survivors can sometimes struggle to pass tests. You know they have the whole fail package because they're so we rela- because <laughs> they're so good at failing tests. Uh, so maybe this is like a nice way to like uh, boost up the chaos bag in your favor because previously blessed tokens did nothing. Right. Uh, because you <laughs> it's like oh I draw a plus token but then I can still draw the auto fail after that or yeah. something else makes me fail. Um, now it's like now it makes me pass so it's like an extra yeah. path back. but now I don't just know just- if it changes like what you commit to a test or what not so
0: yeah i mean like there are there's different ways you have to think about what the chaos bag actually looks like what the sort of curve looks like of like the numbers in the chaos bag so in a typical like standard difficulty game with like a typical investigator it's kind of like a bell curve or something and in general something that gives you like plus one on a test is is pretty good but in some situations like uh when when we did like hard mode search for kadath where the skull and the cultist both become like minus sevens at some point uh, or or like hard mode uh, where the gods dwell it almost becomes like a a bimodal thing where you have a cluster of tokens that you absolutely can't pass on almost ever and then a cluster Mm. of tokens that you do pass on and in that situation maybe the best you can do is to add more passing tokens to the bag which with this at least once per turn a blessed token basically becomes like an auto succeed right because yeah. so like i don't think this is good in like a typical deck if you're playing on standard like normally but if you're trying to deal with like a very bad chaos bag and if you're playing blessed tokens this might actually be pretty cool
2: yeah i mean survivor i think has the tool right now anyways to to put a relevant number of blessed tokens which is keep faith that card puts like four blessed tokens for one fast event into the bag which is pretty okay
0: i mean is that is that as good as Sister Mary though? Sister Mary just gives you at least one oh. every turn and you start with two at the beginning of the game.
2: Yeah, but she can't play this.
0: <laughs> well, but but, oh. but that's what I'm saying. is like, would you rather be some other character playing this or would you rather be Sister Mary if you're trying to fill up the thing with bus tokens?
2: I mean, we'll see what happens, right? Like survivors and and guardians being the only people who really looking forward to seeing things that like this, that that create an interesting like kind of binary effect where this basically just lets you for every single bless token in the bag you just have a plus two once per per round and hopefully you don't draw the rest
0: (laughs) and 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 this does if you're doing this strategy where you're trying to use this to basically like pass really hard tests by effectively not drawing a real token this plus the guardian covenant together are really good because you want to like not waste bless tokens so that you can try to trigger this as much as you can right this will be
1: some type of Mateo blessed token build, oh, yeah. combo. There's... All these cards have blessed on them, so like, there's so many yeah. blessed
2: things. I was gonna say I, I haven't even thought of Mateo in <laughs> all of this, so again, I'm sorry. If I think you might try Mateo
1: again, like at the end of this cycle, and be like, see if there's something fun, or you can use these blessed, all these blessed cards to like load up the bag with blessed tokens, and then uses use token manipulation stuff to like uh it's finally it's
0: finally Uh, mateo's time to shine finally time to he might he might be he might get to be promoted to not be the worst mystic anymore we'll we'll see more more on this probably not probably probably not but maybe it's at least a possibility
2: (laughs) i could believe that with with like higher level payoffs later in the cycle that mateo could definitely go for like bless mateo super cool well it is
0: Especially considering if you really wanted to, you could start with this and the Guardian Covenant because you start with the 5 XP, right? So you could get mm-hmm. both of them right off the bat. Well, you can only have yeah. one more oh, deck, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. I forgot about that. Uh, Hey, you know what? They're just too good. It would be way yeah. too good if you could have... Honestly, this and the Guardian one are the only ones I would ever consider playing anyway. So it's, you know.
2: Yeah, I kind of like the Rogue one, but I don't know. I don't know. these. I, the Ancient one and the Sanct... Uh, san- 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 Blue covenant, both both the feel, uh, blueberry like flavor, that. yeah,
0: Blue, blueberry and raspberry are obviously <laughs> the best two <laughs> best two flavors. Uh, grape, sour apple, and uh, banana, not so, uh, not so much. I do
1: really yeah. wonder why they limited all these except for the guardian one. Why they limited it to just at your location?
2: I know. Why uh, that one specifically? Why not paradoxical? Yeah, because
0: was, was it too powerful? Because it, like, it it it's, without that restriction, it's not. Coincid- it's not coincidental that the one we thought was actually like worth playing was the one that activates not on your location, right? Like if if the rest of these, that most of them still wouldn't be amazing, but if all of them were just worked on any investigator, they would maybe be a little bit closer. You know,
2: I feel like I feel like uh, paradoxical should. I I would like start one of those like petition.org petitions to have MJ like errata paradoxical right away so that it could do it everywhere it's still staying in my binder probably no, par- forever
0: paradoxical so should legit have something like when it if someone draws both a bless and a curse on the same test or, or on the same token everyone gains a resource or everyone draws a card or something or everyone heals cool. like it, yeah. should, it should have or, or at least you do it should have some kind of like rider like that because it's so it's just not going to happen very often
2: you know yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's all the though, right? Even if you're doing
1: token manipulation, like you, even that's hard to make paradoxical comments.
2: <laughs> it's tough. Yeah, sure uh, is. Yeah. The uh, only person who can, can seriously do do that is Jackie, anyway. So yeah, but
1: you this... have to like use your ability twice, like once on the once on the draw
0: to get get the curse or the bless, and then on the redraw. <laughs> We're off of the trigger. But this uh this this was a fun set of cards. I like whenever there's a yeah. cycle because it's an opportunity for them to kind of delineate the different classes' flavors. Mm-hmm. And I like that we got all three of those new Mystics uh spells in the same go. Because yeah. it just it's cool because if someone wants to make that kind of deck they can just pick up one pack, maybe. Um I am Apparently. I am wondering whether we will actually get like mid level and level five or like high level versions of all three of those, because it seems like that would be just a really big proportion of all the mystic cards that they can release this cycle. I, I honestly yeah. hope, I honestly hope they do, but uh, I, I feel like maybe we might only get like level four versions of all of them or something. Like we might only get like
2: one upgrade, but we'll see. Maybe, maybe hey, Linda. Yeah. I mean, in the circle, I've done, they had, um, they had only level four, they had level zero and level four, right? Yeah. And, and so we, they,
0: and we might get the level two ones and like return to Innsmouth in a couple of years or something, you know, I'm done so. for that.
1: That's where we got the level two miss, isn't it? Yeah, Maybe and oh
0: in the level two Red of Seeking actually. So actually that probably is what we'll what we'll get. Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: pretty likely, then. yeah.
0: yeah. But, I
1: don't know. I'm still very interested in the cycle. I'm I'm excited to see when we have the full card pool to see if there's like some cool, wacky, um, fun and hopefully effective builds that <laughs> could use use these tokens. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so there, yeah. there's, there's some promises in here that it's little little tidbits of like oh man if if we get a couple other cards this could be really cool but
2: yeah it's gonna warrant a lot of testing for sure because like we've never had anything that has interacted with you know like chaos bag math is like uh, you know normally like, so it's oh. like it's uh, I a mean, uh, yeah.
1: That somebody made like a little website that just like does all the math for you you can put in whatever oh, tokens, including cursed and blessed and it's like oh these are the odds that you'll pass the test
0: it's pretty cool and, yeah uh
1: and that like shows that like you really have to have like 10 curse tokens before it like really makes like statistically significant difference that so,
0: is uh yeah. let, here as a as a public service let me even uh maybe show that to
2: our listeners just because it is such a useful website Yeah, it's going to take some time to figure out, like, which investigators can play which because, like, there's Dexter who can play curse tokens off of his subclass and there's, you know, all different forms of who can play what. So, that's going to be, like, a really interesting equation to fit who is, like, the most efficient at doing these things. Like, who is the best geared to take blessed tokens? I think right now it's Guardians and Seekers or Guardians and... uh survivors which means like Yorick would be good tommy would be good at really doing them really well other than sister mary of course but you know these are all these are all things that will
1: oh this is show where Dane's audio starts cutting out for long periods of time <laughs> yep <laughs> i don't know why that happens over the length
0: so uh, yeah, Dan the, the yeah upset Dane, for Dane, Dane's not the only one buddy we'll, we'll talk about it later uh... oh no oh no, <laughs> oh, no.
1: Is it because I'd use this stupid uh noise suppression? Probably.
2: Dane, say the say the
0: things we need to say so that
2: we can stop doing this. Oh, I'm sorry, <laughs> I didn't know if I was still like bugging out or something. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's all the cards. The covenants being the biggest thing, how does it? I I think we're all like up in the air about some of these things. A lot of the cards in this pack are pretty cool. Um, what is everybody else hoping to see in this cycle? I mean, as far as payoffs go, Dan mentioned that cool one that was draw a card for every curse token in the bag. That's what we want. That's what we want here, here at Miskano But uh, otherwise, uh, reach out to us. Let us know your thoughts. Uh, check us out on Facebook, Reddit, Instagram, wherever you guys listen to podcasts. Uh, email us at comments at mr.fm. If you'd like to help support the cast, consider uh, donating to our Patreon. Otherwise, thanks for listening, everybody. Stay safe, and we'll catch you next time.
0: And uh, happy Thanksgiving, I think, to Americans listening, right? Because uh, I don't think we'll talk to everybody for a couple weeks.
2: Yeah, it's true. Happy yeah, Thanksgiving. Have a safe rest of your 2020 until I guess we.
1: <laughs> bye, everybody. Right, bye. See you guys.